We are in the age of anxiety. Politics, pandemic, inflation, violence, and war. Isn't it just too much? It doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and Friends. Here we'll learn how the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped millions of people cope with stress and depression, and how TM can help you to end anxiety. Beautiful. Okay. So uh, welcome to End Anxiety with James Mead and Friends. And our special guest today is Ron Perot, who's a longtime TM teacher uh, from Tacoma. So, uh, Ron, so um, how long have you been teaching TM? How many have you taught? Oh, I've been, uh, became a TM teacher in January of 1976. Wow. So I'll let your listeners do the mental math on that one. <laughs> we can't. None of us can do that. But now I get the idea. <laughs> Long time. And, uh, and okay. I've been... Uh, now, over the years, there have been times where I've been teaching full-time and other times not. So I've taught, you know, somewhere around 800 people. Okay. And yeah, have you done some also in some work in business or that kind of thing? Not so much in business. I wish it was. Tacoma is not a hotbed of corporate headquarters and such, but <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stick my toe in the water a few times, but didn't get very far. What, but, goes, on, what goes on in Tacoma anyway? Fishing? What do you do there? Well, I did grow up fishing. But, really? Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Salmon fishing. I love salmon. Yeah. Even though oh, I don't that's... eat much of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Okay, that's beautiful stuff. So, um... but what goes on here? You know, instead of business, we have a strong military presence. And over uh -huh. the years, many uh, military people have retired here. There's lots of veterans here. Oh, I have man. taught on base at Joint Base Lewis McCord, and I have uh, been teaching veterans quite a bit. And that's one thing that gives me a whole lot of happiness is teaching veterans. That's super. Now, that must mean encountering some post-traumatic stress and that kind of, wow. So you have an expertise that uh, is exactly what my readership is looking for. You know, how can we help people and, and uh, help people with their anxiety? Now, how about, you know, going way back when, when you learned TM, um, what, what was your story? How did you get into it? I was just out of high school, maybe a year out of high school, and I was spreading my wings, yeah. look, trying to live the best life I possibly could. And I would look at different things, and some of them kind of sounded good, but you look more closely, and maybe I'd rather avoid it. But yeah. when I heard about transcendental meditation, I looked at it from a couple different angles and thought about it and decided, yeah, sounds good, so I'll give it a try. And you were looking for enlightenment, probably, or what was your what was your target? Knowledge. Knowledge. I love knowledge. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating for high school teachers to hear this, but it wasn't until after high school that I really had this kind of awakening where I, I love knowledge. And, and music the theory and um, TM has been satisfying that for you, I take it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because knowing things just on the surface level has its charm, but knowing things from a deeper level, which is what meditation does for you. Yeah. That's what brings real happiness and satisfaction with knowledge. 
Now, how about for you personally, the growth of inner stability, less reactiveness, uh, freedom from stress, that kind of thing? Yeah, actually, it's kind of hard to look back and think if I wasn't reactive. I think I think that really hasn't been an issue for me. Okay. No, maybe if it's an issue, maybe I'd think things through a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a problem. That's very good. Now, um, you know, what inspired me to invite you to this talk is that um, you caught, you actually were looking at Nina's blog and you caught um, a reference that she put in about this new book and anxiety. And uh, you said, boy, you, you thought that was the cat's pajamas and you thought that uh, we should have a whole campaign of that. And why? What is it about that that really uh, you think it's, uh, you know, maybe the next tidal wave? That's because <clears throat> I've taught so many people with anxiety and almost all of them get remarkable results. And as a teacher, that's so satisfying. You see people that are suffering to a large extent for no reason. And then wow. they learn the meditation and they're free of the suffering. Or many of the people I've taught used to have panic attacks. Yeah. In my experience, I haven't followed up with every person, but in my experience, anyone who's had panic attacks, as soon as they learn TM, no more panic attacks. Wow. You know, which let's think about that. Pause over that. I've had the same thing, you know, and it's fun to compare those stories. And uh, next week I'm going to do a, uh, on this show, a woman uh, who is a childcare worker had panic attacks. She said uh, five times a day, five times a week, almost every day she'd have a panic attack or an anxiety attack, she called it. Um, what do you know about the mechanics of what goes on that this, first of all, how fast does it happen that if they get relief? <clears throat> well, relief from panic attacks, in my, in my experience, is uh, just no more once they learn TM. And there was, in the first first day, first week, first month? Mm -hmm. No, first day, just yeah. as soon as they learn TM. Now, there is one exception to this. Okay. That's kind of interesting. Um, it was uh, two or three weeks after she learned and I asked the people from that course if anyone had a panic attack or you know, if their anxiety was gone. Yeah. And all of them, except one young lady, she has had a couple panic attacks since she okay. learned. Okay. But in talking with her, ended up she was meditating just once a day. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, just like we say in other contexts about <laughs> other topics, uh, yeah. you know, I like to say you get benefit from meditating once a day. But meditating twice a day is transformative. Wow. Though there's even kind of a warning shot for people who um, who are coming to this because of panic attacks. It's like once a day, pretty good. Twice a day and you won't have them. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And then you've had so many others that, and, and this is something, and I, I thought about doing even uh, an interview with somebody who really, the main reason is just to show how quickly this happens because I taught somebody two weeks ago and she had so much, she's a nurse. She had so much stress and anxiety that really she couldn't, um, 
it was hard for her to get scheduled to learn. She came in, she sat down and hard to get her to stop talking <laughs> and, and her whole thing. And I kept, it seemed almost, I was a little embarrassed because I kept laughing because the thing is when their stress and anxiety is really high, it's a huge contrast and they just, um, they just calm right down. And that's what, what happened with her. She said, uh, I don't want to leave this room. I feel like I'm floating. <laughs> so, and, um, but then maybe she was only doing it once a day because I haven't had that much success in doing follow-up with her, you know, which I can't even imagine because if you get that much relief that quickly from something that's kind of taking the joy out of your life, why wouldn't you do this 20 minutes twice a day? So uh, give me another favorite example you might have of someone who got relief from their anxiety. Yeah, so one very favorite example is this lady, she was in her 70s, let's say mid 70s. And she, all her, or most of her life, she had been a runner. In fact, for a while, she and her husband edited a magazine about running for seniors. She did marathons, half marathons, 5Ks and like that. Wow. Very fit person. But then she got a touch of lung cancer. Wow. Now she didn't need chemo, but she did have an operation. The operation was successful, but a strange thing happened afterwards. <clears throat> She'd never had anxiety or panic attacks or anything like that before. But after the operation, she started having not just anxiety, but panic attacks too. Wow, wow, wow. So a friend talked her into learning TM, and she did, and the anxiety just went away. Wow. And um, something else that often goes along with anxiety is insomnia. Yeah. And she came to a follow-up class two or three months afterwards and explained that you know, when she learned TM is because of the anxiety and panic attacks, but it was totally not on her mind that maybe it would help her insomnia. For 30 years, she's had insomnia. And the way it worked was she'd sit in her easy chair and read or watch TV and finally about midnight drop off to sleep and could never sleep past five o'clock. Wow. She says she had just forgotten about that. There, that wasn't on her mind when she learned TM, but now she says 10 o'clock, she's tired. She goes to bed, and sleeps, gets a solid seven or eight hours a night. And even that getting tired on the kind of the biological clock or the circadian rhythms, you know, we get more tuned into that. And, and that's a beautiful example. And that is true. The insomnia is such a common side effect. And there's research showing that it's good for insomnia. Okay, now here you are, you know, and, and I say this about myself in my book, but you're an alter ego here trained the training now takes five and a half months that's it you know and the, the become a TM teacher to become a tm teacher and the prerequisite is not even any advanced degree no medical training now do you have any special expertise that you draw on when you teach these people to to help with their anxiety no and in fact, I teach them just the same as I teach anyone else. <laughs> it's not that uh, I teach anything different. I would imagine that for severe cases, more follow-up, but no. But you must get some severe cases if you're in a military uh, place. 
But they are stabilized. Uh-huh. So if they medica- have been very severe, severe, yeah, medications a lot. And, but all these soldiers, they are very clear and vivid. <laughs> the medicines uh-huh. don't solve the problem. They mask the symptoms. They all know that. They know oh, that. Oh, boy. Because that, that's another chapter that I have. And the one that I'm very shy about, really, is saying, what about the medications? And, you know, on one level, people just love the idea. Look, I take a pill and I get more calm. And um, But I love to have this come out that we might be able to get that calmness without the pill. Yes. And that, so you've seen that. Oh, yes, totally. I like to explain to the students that there's a spectrum. On one end here is the hypervigilance, the anxiety, the panic attacks, where the fight or flight response, we're stuck in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, TM is not just the opposite of that. It's the extreme opposite of that. (laughs) So when you meditate, after meditation, you're no longer over here. But you may be over here, over here. So with regular meditation, you come out of that extreme, being stuck in the fight or flight response. And you wow. start coming back to, back to uh, I don't want to say normal, but uh, the center. Yeah. Now, here, here's another fascinating trade-off. And they might, you know, they, they get maybe even a lot more calm than that. You know, I tend to be accused of being extreme, but they start off over here and they might end up over here. <laughs> yeah. um, but here's here's another part of the trade off. And I taught a uh, physician. I love I love this guy and I'm tempted to say his name because there's a famous uh, man who has the same name, but I, I won't say his name. He um, when he learned physician and he's uh, quite an influential you know chief of staff type of physician and when he started he was very very happy but he said i was expecting it to have much more the effect of a uh a sedative and but whatever effect he was having it wasn't just a sedative and this is a nice thing for us to help people realize it's like it's not going to do just calming you down. In fact, the trade-off on the other end is more lucidity, as you were saying, higher performance, more creativity, more output, at the same time that you get so calmed down. So would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. It's always been a thing that people with anxiety or not notice is uh, they get uh, typically more energy, yeah, doing the TM. Oh, and it's great. a smooth kind of energy. It's not kind of a frenetic thing. Oh, beautiful word. Yeah. And if you just get the energy, um, you're calm and you have energy. It's like, let's go. You know, <laughs> you know in athletics, restful alertness yeah. is for some teams and some coaches a thing where you're standing there. There's this posture, let's say in football, yeah. wrestling, where you, know, you can go in any direction. Yeah. So you're kind yeah. of restfully alert. Now, right. TM, a good two-word description for what happens during TM is restful alertness. Right. Only it's totally abstract. It's totally in the mind and the body together. So when you get that restful alertness in your physiology, in your body and in your mind, then it carries over into everything you do. 
So no matter your activity, whether it's at athletics or an advertising agency or the military, that restful alertness, you know, you can put a, you can put a lot inside there, not being reactive, but responding, you know, so being. No. And then, then now here's the thing about the alertness. It's kind of a coiled snake kind of alertness because you're alert and you're also ready to go. You're ready to go. And you have that, which you mentioned, that energy, you know, so it's, uh, you know, compared to a sedative, which calms you down, mm -hmm. there's this calm down, but enlivened. And another point that I'll sometimes bring out is that this is also cumulative. You know, basically, if, if we take a sedative, then we took it. And then tomorrow we take it again. And then, you know, we take them for a while. With this, we're actually building up that restful alertness in a cumulative way. So it be the, the rest becomes even deeper. The relief from insomnia becomes even deeper. And the high performance becomes even more over time. Wow. wow. Now, when you were thinking about that you wanted to do a, uh, a you still do, I guess, want to do an anxiety campaign. Um, have any idea of the skeleton of what you want it to look like? Well, that's a good question. I don't have a great answer. But, <laughs> uh, definitely an anxiety campaign. The reason I'm drawn to it is just seeing the results that TM has for anxiety, the difference it makes in people's lives, and and how widespread anxiety is in our society. So if we could do one thing to improve the nation, improve the society, change the world, if we could wave a magic wand and anxiety is gone or down 50% or something, it'd be a much better world. And the individuals would be leading a much better life. <laughs> and I think TM has that potential. It's easy, anybody can do it. You don't have to believe in it. It's a technique. No, even skeptics can do it. So <clears throat> as far as a campaign might go, uh, once I get beyond my grandiose idea that let's try to eradicate <laughs> anxiety, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a lovely idea. I, I do like that idea. Yeah. So if we bring it down a couple notches, as far as I can see, at least you know, advertising it, uh, if we tie yeah. it to your book, you know, that'd be great with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, it's like the very minimal thing we do is broadcast it to the meditators and the people who have inquired about learning TM. That's a real minimal thing. Well, that's a beautiful point. And um, one of the things that uh, occasionally I give a talk about marketing and advertising and uh, Marshall Field, that great retailer, retailer from Chicago, and he had a simple principle that I've never heard a better one. Give the lady what she wants. <laughs> you know, because as TM teachers, and also I hear it from other people, and people will learn this and they'll say, I don't understand why everybody's not doing this. It's very hard to understand why they're not. But here, what they're looking for is relief from anxiety. And if we can provide that, then that does. And if we can make them aware that this accomplishes that then that's a big step in the right direction. You know, it occurs to me, so many people learn TM because they want relief from anxiety. 
Yeah. An interesting thing is, even though there is solid research that TM lowers high blood pressure, yeah, you don't get people calling so often saying, well, I want to do TM because of, I need my blood pressure lower. Yeah. Uh, anxiety, that's relief. That's affecting them. That's in their face. High blood pressure isn't something that you necessarily notice. Right. So I, one thing I wonder is uh, people who learn TM because they have high blood pressure, I think they also need another reason to learn. Just lowering right. high blood pressure is not enough for many of the medicines work. So something, whether it's enlightenment or getting along better with the wife, anything like that. So with anxiety, I don't know if we need anything like that. And anxiety <laughs> itself is a reason enough to learn. Yeah, no, you're right. And that you put it beautifully. It's right in their face. You know, wow. there's a there's a cartoon that I found. I sent it to Nina and it shows three lines of people going into heaven. And one line says um, total knowledge. And the other uh, line, the, the third line says something like um, uh, immortality. And the middle line says pepperoni pizza and everybody's <laughs> in that line. <laughs> and these other things we have. We absolutely have them. <laughs> it's a, it's remarkable what we have. And I do talk about a lot of it in the book, but people want what's in their face. Mm -hmm. And what's the, in their face is the anxiety. In fact, um, you, you know, I'm not sure how much longer I'm allowed to go, but I want to ask you this because one of the issues that we face as teachers is that sometimes they come for anxiety. They learn this mm -hmm. and the anxiety is gone. And so why should I meditate? <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's an important challenge. And I do my level best to explain to people why it's helpful to keep meditating. Like you said, the results are cumulative. So yeah. higher states of consciousness, bliss. Uh, for some people with anxiety, talking about bliss, you know, they don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. They have no clue what we're talking about. Another thing I want to ask you is that um, it, this story that Maharshi, when he heard there was an article in the San Francisco Times that mm -hmm. people are starting TM because of relief from anxiety. And at first, is, he just thought about going back to India because here he's offering complete enlightenment. And uh, But then the rest of his quotation is kind of what we were just saying. If that's why people will start, let's go ahead. He didn't go back to India. He stayed with us. Okay, but pass your anxiety and and get higher consciousness too and inner fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you know, it definitely happens that there are people who come for the anxiety and they stick with it. They keep going, you know, and we make these other arguments for them and and also uh, maybe just on that more practical level, and I asked this of Norman Rosenthal once, and he said, well, if they don't continue, the anxiety will come back. And <laughs> so that's that more immediate, uh, immediate effect. Well, gosh, this has been delightful. Let me give you an open mic here a little bit at the end. And uh, you wrap all the time to your people about uh, TM and the advantages of TM, but in particularly this arena of anxiety, what would be your final thoughts about uh, ending anxiety? Well, it's an interesting thing that I noticed while teaching soldiers on base. These were soldiers in a particular group that 
basically had PTSD and most of them were transitioning out of the military. So I taught them and a couple of weeks later at a follow-up class, there we are seated around a table talking and you know what? They're all at ease <laughs> and they're just kind of talking, shooting the breeze with each other. Wow. Really good. And it made wow. me wonder. So if anxiety is a thing, why can't you just say to yourself, well, I have anxiety, so let's just turn it off. Yeah. But they can't do that. So that's why something like TM is, is so important. And in a way, it seems, it seems odd. But that's how the body works and mind works. And like I said, TM is the extreme opposite of anxiety. And, and the thing is, too, you know, it's a beautiful point. It's not a self-help book and it's not just some little idiom something that they say to make themselves it's not a mental yes. thing and we even know you know it's the amygdala the amygdala gets reset and that's been tested and measured <laughs> so so um we know the mechanics of what happens and you can't just say to yourself i'm resetting my amygdala you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's a beautiful summary. Also, I just loved so many points that you made, Ron. And it's been a, just a, and I caught you here at the spur of the moment, really. So and I love your setting. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> look at that set, man. You're on TV. <laughs> okay. So let me just finish and say the book is End Anxiety. The author is James Mead. See you, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your life. Thank you for listening to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope we were able to help you or help you to help a loved one who is struggling to cope with anxiety and stress during these very difficult times. Although the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped many people across the globe cope with anxiety and depression, this podcast does not claim to dispense professional medical advice. If you think you are experiencing a mental health crisis, we strongly urge you to consult with a healthcare professional. The End Anxiety Podcast is produced with the kind support of Scout Media and Select Book Publishers, with editing and audio production provided by Kenichi Sugihara. Our theme music, Looking Back, was written and performed by the group Paper Planes. If you like the content of this podcast, please, Subscribe on whatever platform that you use to get your podcasts. And please hit the like button to let them know that you approve of our work. Last but not least, End Anxiety, the book, is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. And it is full of even more useful information about anxiety and the benefits of transcendental meditation. My name is James Mead. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of the End Anxiety Podcast.